Hey everyone, it's Anne here, and this is the Fearless Launching Show. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about this whole idea of side hustle, and and it's a di- from a different perspective. So, I've realized lately that I I miss having a side hustle, and I think it's because when we hear about that when we hear that word or that phrase, we think about people who have day jobs who are trying to hustle their way out in order to live and do and pursue their real pass- passion. So it's a real passion, but it's on the side. And it's almost like a, a side, it makes, it uplifts that person into feeling like that thing they're doing on the side is more important than what they're doing in the present. So you push, you struggle, you create, whatever it is. But whatever it is, it's propelling you forward. So whether you're working in an office type situation, maybe you work in a career that you were trained to do, let's say in college, perhaps you don't even hate your day job. And I've I've talked about this in the past about being at your day job and actually loving it. Um, When you have that passion on the side, it kind of keeps a little fire underneath you and I've been wondering what happens when you get out of that phase of needing a side hustle, when it becomes a full-time hustle, what happens? Do you not get to have any more side hustles? Because, and perhaps it just can't be called that anymore. But recently I started thinking about myself and when I felt most fulfilled in my life. And I'll get back to why this pertains to launching, but actually I'm not even going to get back to it. I'm going to talk about it right now. So all of these opportunities to take on mini or alternate or side projects or side or develop new things on the side at first, eventually those things are going to come to a point where you have to launch them. So Keeping them on the side for a short time allows you to go through the creation process, figure out what you want to do with it, what your goals are with it, if it actually aligns with you in a longer term way. And you are in a state where you're not really scared because it's not the end all be all part of your business. So for instance, years and years, I spent writing television and movie scripts on the side and I worked in development, uh, in television and film development in Los Angeles when I first got out of college, but I never once pitched those ideas to anyone. In fact, I think I remember, (laughs) I sadly remember the moment where I may have stopped caring so much about the writing and I had put, you know, I was really, really into it. And I remember, I remember all of the scripts, the main ones that I wrote, I remember them. I I even remember doing a Friends script. That was when Friends was still on. Anyways, I just remember that moment where someone may have made a comment that I couldn't take. And almost that was my moment of launching it to the outside world. And I didn't even keep trying, which I think is really sad now, but I did enjoy that time. Also, I spent at least a couple of years, maybe like three years, recording music with um, with variety of mu- mu- magicians. Yes, with magicians, <laughs> with musicians in LA. And some of them were Grammy award-winning producers and songwriters. I co-wrote with a Grammy award-winning songwriter. 
and worked with those producers and arrangers, people who had worked with um, with lots of different people. So that's what I'm going to leave it at that. And I didn't take it the next step. So I was able to really enjoy that process. Sure, I did some some performing out, but I didn't do the grunt work that's required to get it to the next page or place. Um, I was learning to teach Pilates on the side because I was passionate about it. And that actually did become a business and a career for a short period of time. Um, But even so, I didn't fully commit to it. Now I know that, but at the time, I don't think I fully understood that I hadn't committed to teaching. Um, and even learning about this whole online business world, you know, how to make videos, SEO, setting up a blog, all that stuff, how to podcast, all that stuff. Those were things that fulfilled me while I was doing something else. Um, and making films on the side, working on other people's documentaries, helping people with their various creative ventures. And honestly, I'll tell you what this has led me to. It's making me want my side hustle back. So 2015, as we kick off 2015, I am already working on a new side hustle. And I'm going to come up with a new name for it. But for now, that's what we'll call it. So because it's the first thing in a very long time that has sparked me, I can feel the, you know, the the engines running again. So, so you'll hear more about that soon, hopefully, but it's actually a physical product. It's something that hopefully will be um, brought to light. I'm making it for myself first, and then I will decide what I'm going to do with it then. I'm not really attached to the outcome just yet. But enough about me, because I'm sure I'm, I'm not the only one. And in fact, I know I'm not the only one, because there's, a, there's proof lying everywhere that highly creative, su- even successful people, entrepreneurs, business owners, um, actors, actresses, that having that side thing can actually push you in some pretty amazing ways. Um, So Instagram. So I'm on Instagram a lot. I love Instagram. I've been wanting to add a visual component to my business for a really long time. I have to spend a ton of time looking at Excel spreadsheets and calendars and planners. You just want to create. You just want beauty and you want something pretty and to create stuff that you can touch even. But Instagram has satisfied that need in me to create something more visual and a visual representation of who I am and who what what I believe launching is. And what I've noticed is that I've been I've been starting to seek them out. At first I was just noticing them because they were feeds that I that I was watching. But I'm watching people that have some serious side things going on. They're not just passions. They've turned those passions into something that they're doing they are doing for fun, but they're also doing to enrich other people's lives as well as their own. So I think to start off with, I'm going to just share with you those those three people that have been standing out recently. But it's by they're by no means the only people that I look to for inspiration because even probably now as you're listening to this, I've gathered more into my inspiration file because I definitely look 
outside of the realm of business, online business, launching, what am I going to teach people about marketing, all that, in order to keep myself engaged, to keep myself excited. And if you look at what I was just talking about, which is having like the spreadsheets by day and the recording in the recording studio and songwriting by night that I was doing for so long, that is like a perfect marriage of planning and art. And so I need that balance. And now that I'm on the lookout for that, and I have been doing some additional projects on the side, I'm feeling so much lighter, actually, and so much more energetic. It's kind of scary, to be honest, that I'm more energetic than I was. Um, so on Instagram specifically, it's been just a great outlet for me, not just to take my own photos, but to share in other people's art and see what they're doing as well. So the first person that I noticed, and first of all, you know, as I've mentioned already this year, my words for the year are are still around simplicity and and sticking to the plan, at least somewhat, but it's also about collaboration and partnerships. So I'm always looking for things that stand out as, oh, I wouldn't even think of those two things going together. So first person is Hugh Jackman. And yes, I will totally admit to just, you know, just going to his feed. You know, there's Hugh Jackman. Oh, who doesn't love him? He's working out here. He's playing with his dogs, whatever. But the thing that actually struck me was that he co-founded an organization which then one of those companies under the under that organization is called Laughing Man Coffee. So there is an entrepreneurial and a social entrepreneurial piece to this, which I'm going to give you links to all of that in the show notes, because I want you to go over there and check out what he's doing. But the fact that he took his love for coffee, his love for traveling, other, other cultures, and he had connected with the story of this one um, coffee grower, I think. And I think that's the story. I could, I don't think I'm wrong on that, but he connected with the human story and decided along with his partner to start this organization. And the, the whole organization, Laughing Man Worldwide, actually has some bigger plans. So I want you to go dig into that and see what they're doing. Um, this is one of those things like how many more things does does Wolverine need to do? He's isn't I think he's like, you know, he's always doing Tony Tony Awards performances. I just remember him doing some kind of zip lining thing onto the Oprah stage maybe. Uh, you know, he's always, you know, working out, doing all these crazy huge movies. Everybody, he is a busy man. So he doesn't need this thing. But I can imagine that it brings him so much joy because it's kind of just like an easy button for him. Now, of course, he has the resources to have other people manage this and kind of drive this too, but it does mean he has to show up and and I just get the idea. I get the impression he loves coffee as well. So that helps. I love coffee too. And I've become really addicted lately. Um, in fact, this week I'm headed to this local coffee roaster because I could not, I went redonkulous when I was at a restaurant and had their coffee. And I had, I'm that person now who asks, where did you get this coffee? Because I don't want to just have to come back to the restaurant for that experience. 
Anyways, total side note, maybe I'll be launching a coffee line soon. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so Hugh Jackman is one of those people. Um, another person, and this isn't really a side hustle as we've been talking, but it's definitely one of those interesting new projects that to the outside world might not seem like it totally makes sense right off the bat because this this is another actor and she's been in some pretty well-known movies has you know she there's an image behind that that if you know her as those as the actors in those movies then then it may be hard for you to connect with this new project she's doing however it totally makes sense to me because I've kind of seen certain things behind the scenes. Um, and I'm talking about Carrie Ann Moss, who's well known for her role as Trinity. I mean, my husband has a Trinity doll that he hasn't opened up from the Matrix, like one of those box do not touch it Mila type of things. Um, Carrie Ann is a mom. She's a wife. She's a yogi. That was a total new one too. There's talk about side hustle. And, but it's actually not, I feel like side hustle is no longer a valid term. It's like, how are you going to have a dynamic, rich life? And it's not by just, you know, sure, you have to focus. And they, they clearly, Hugh, Hugh Jackman and Carrie Ann had to focus to get their acting careers off the ground. But once they did that, then they were able to then go into other things that would fulfill them as well. It's not like just one path fulfills people. And I think having that back and forth is uh, of different projects at, to satisfy different parts of you, that that's what nourishes you. And actually, that's what Carrie Ann's project is all about is it's called Annapurna Living. Again, I will put her links down in the show notes as well. But I encourage you to check this out and you may see a side of Carrie Ann Moss that you didn't know about or are excited to discover. And I know I was, um, I, I definitely got to see some of that. Not all of it. I don't live in Los Angeles, but I got to see some of it because Catherine just also, you know, many of you know that she is a very dear friend of mine, a very dear friend, um, not just in the interwebs land in real life. And she took some mesmerizing, beautiful, touching, beautiful, photos of Carrie Ann and they're used all over the place. So you can't miss Catherine's work in Carrie Ann's site. So go check that out. It is a collaboration. It's not just Carrie Ann showing up and doing her thing. And it's not just, you know, you might be, I know I was at first quick to call it a Carrie Ann's version of Goop, but it is not. It is much deeper. It is a much more personal for the reader and for the viewer site than goop really is, even though I love I love me some goop. Okay, the last person, and I think I left her for last because I was kind of embarrassed that I was looking at her feed, but I kind of love her because she is a hustler side. She's got so many side little hustles that I don't know. I was like, my head was exploding. So I know now as I'm saying all this stuff, I I don't want you to think that you have to stop launching and stop focusing on what you're creating right now. But 
if you want to look for inspiration and different ways that people use to push their creative work forward, look at these people and think to yourself, well, what else can I be doing? And don't box yourself in just by being an online entrepreneur or an online coach or this or a health coach or that. You might be a health coach who is like loving martial arts and you want to, I don't know, you just want to do videos of you doing martial arts or something like that. So, you know, they can be somewhat related, but it actually adds character to someone. And it adds, um, for me, it adds a face. I, it's like a badge of honor to me to say that, that, yeah, you know, when I was, when I was just working in an office and I was just being a, basically a project manager, someone who would pretty much be following people, artists around, asking them where they were on their projects, getting status updates, updating spreadsheets, all that really amazing stuff. Now, I may have been good at that stuff, but I always felt like, oh, that is so boring. So I always wanted to be, I mean, this is my sick dream all of the time. And this is something that you guys might not know about me, but I, ever since I can remember, I wanted to have that I don't know if the right word is dichotomy. I wanted to have that different life. I wanted to have the hidden life. So when I was in college, my hidden life was I was, I would joke that I was a librarian by day and who knows what else by night because I did like my work study <laughs> job at the library. And I loved that I was a um, an animation producer by day when I was in Los Angeles for many years. And I was doing something else by night, like uh, a recording artist, a songwriter, a screenwriter, um, or learning how to teach Pilates. Um, I loved surprising people with those different, different things that I was doing for different pieces of myself. Um, so this last person, let me just get to her, is Lauren Conrad. So you might know her from The Hills. And I think before that, she was on like Laguna or something like that. Orange Some Orange County show. They were all like reality-based shows that were kind of dramatized a little bit. I'm sure a lot. And so after those shows went off the air, I think Lauren has a clothing line. I know she was in the fashion world. She definitely developed her own line of clothes. I think there's, she has like deals at Kohl's, that big department store. I know she has a lot already going on, like, but it's in that world. So I found that she was a co-founder of this great little company called The Little Market, The Little Market, littlemarket.com. And I, again, I'll put that link in the show notes. She and a buddy from fashion design school, who, they loved traveling. They loved meeting artisans in different countries. And they love supporting women in, in that pursuit of creating and probably fashion, you know, fashion and lifestyle pieces. Um, and if you go to their site, there's some really great stuff there. And I, I just love that. I love that simple goal that is linked to who she is, but it's clearly an entity on its own. And I, I just love that. And I wonder how much of a passion project it is. So maybe at some point we'll get, get some of these people on Fearless Launching Show. That's my dream. Um, I mean, hello, who wouldn't want to speak to, to Hugh Jackman, even though, um, 
you know, many of you might want to know about his training regimen for the Wolverine and, you know, those, the X-Men movies. But I'm really loving watching these little pieces reveal themselves. And so those are the only people I want to mention today. But there are more, and I will be mentioning them over time, maybe on the podcast here, but also hopefully in uh, on the blog. And you'll you'll hear me talking about some interesting partnerships that I'm finding. And I think that my goal here is to say this: what you're launching now is important. And I know that it takes a lot of bravery to just get out, get out of yourself, get out of your head, and create what you're creating. But know that it's not the First, it's not the last thing that you're going to create and be open to those surprising, those reveals to yourself that you can then reveal to the world because it doesn't all have to make sense or fit together in this puzzle like, well, Anne's going to create this launching program and then she's going to create a list building program and then she's going to create a systems program and then we're going to learn how to train our team because that to me is boring. I can't go that route. And many people can do that, but I'm more interested in staying passionate, staying in service. And anyway, so I could just get up on my soapbox right now, but I will not do that to you. So, so let's, to wrap up, I just want to just encourage you, you know, if, you, like I said, you might be focused on launching something right now. And I do think just to get that out the door once, focus on it, focus on it. But if you've been running a business for a while and, and you want a burst of energy, an easy burst of energy, you want to be inspired again, renewed, feel that kind of buzz of energy again, tap into those personal interests that you have and see where you can take them. Because just a simple look, relook at paper planners and stationery and this whole paper goods world. And I have been bonkers. Ask anybody who's been on the phone with me. They're like, where are you? And I'm like, uh, and I'm usually, I've been at a craft store for a month, I feel like. Craft stores, Michael's, Joann's, Target. i It's been insane. But it's because I realize that there's something there. There's a seed for me there. And I am creating something. I'm not just going to be at the stores buying stuff. But this is what I needed to do. I just needed to tap into that personal interest to refine my side passion again. And it has helped me to really start the year on a more energetic, excited note. So I encourage you to do the same. And again, thanks for listening today. This was kind of a a test episode. I always like to change things up. I'm I am, my resolution is not to say this is going to be a different episode because they're all going to be different. They're all going to be slightly different because I do believe that launching is a way of life for people who are in business. So that's what fearless launching is all about. I want to thank you for listening today. If you have any comments, any questions, leave them below in the comments section or send me an email at support at ansamoylove.com. I love hearing from listeners. And if you have a question you'd like me to feature on the show or a topic you'd like me to talk about or interview somebody about, let me know. 
Again, head over to iTunes if you haven't already. If you're not subscribed over there, get subscribed. I'm going to be adding some additional shows this year, some special shows, and I don't want you to miss out. So head on over there and have a wonderful week.